Okay. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Happy Monday morning. Yeah, happy, happy Monday. Um, feels like a weird energy this morning. Yeah. <laughs> we just had we're a bit late we're eight minutes late because we had some technical difficulties with the sound and um yeah so we're going to honor the hour we're in and talk about this <laughs> topic after a bit of like oh it's not working <laughs> exactly it's it's always putting us through our paces um but wherever you are we'd love for you to jump on and say hi and let us know where you're tuning in from um and if you're catching the replay hashtag replay and also let us know where you're where you're tuning in from um yes and and thank you for for joining us and and also being really patient as well with us <laughs> hopefully we'll get the sound sorted um for next time yeah that's right so this topic, um, we were doing some planning together on Saturday and uh, this topic kind of fell out at the end of our session, didn't it? And oh yeah, oh yeah. And the first thing that came um, into my mind was when I was long distance running, um, I had a running coach at some point that said to me, um, Nick, you just need to honor you know you didn't he didn't use the word honor he said run the kilometer you're in so if you're running a 10 kilometer race or a 20 to 20 kilometer race focusing on the that period of time or that um that challenge that was that is ahead of you rather than focusing on the entire race or um oh what am i going to do at kilometer nine if i start to get a blister on my foot or um, because that really um, constricts you in the moment and puts a whole lot of pressure on you that uh, is not useful for being where you are. Mm, absolutely. And, and it's such a good metaphor. Um, <clears throat> one of the mind's tricks is to, yeah, project all the way out and go, oh, this is everything that this is going to entail. And then the nervous system responds as though it has to live it all now, which is physically impossible. So you can't run um, all the, the nine, 10 kilometers right now, but that's exactly how the body feels. And then it's like, ah, it's impossible. I'll just, um, I'll stop now um, and, and save myself the, the heartache. Um, and yeah, we see that a lot, we, whether, whether people are projecting out what they need to do in their business or what they want to do for this year or um, whatever change they're going through or would like to go through, they, they project it all out at once and then their, their nervous system gets overwhelmed and it's much easier to just sit down where you are rather than go, hang on a second, I've only got to take this step. Um, and, and knowing that the, the rolling stone gathers no moss either. Um, because I think when, when we are overwhelmed, it's so easy to throw the baby out with the bathwater rather than go, okay, what can I do now? What can I do now? And it's change also happens in those micro moments and does happen in those micro moments because it's the only place that it can happen. Mm. Yeah, that's exactly right. Um, and also when we're, um, when we're making 
wanting to make big change, big and lasting change in our lives. Um, Honouring what is going on for you in your physical body in in the now and holding space for you because uh, holding space for yourself and the changes um, because kindness and compassion to yourself and honouring yourself where you're at allows everything to move more freely and more um, um, allows you to step out of overwhelm exactly and then we're able to achieve the things that we never thought possible which which brings that um that feeling of pride and connection with yourself and yes i can do this which gives you more energy instead of that instead of less it gives you uh, instead of overwhelm you get this like (laughs) (laughs) i can do it Superman, superwoman pose. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I was given a great metaphor one time, which is that there's two ways to get things done. Um, one is the stick where you whack yourself about and, and make yourself get over the line. And the other way is the carrot. Um, where you're <clears throat> led forward by by something meaningful and tasty to you. Um, and, and what for me that is linked to is kind of this idea of Eeyore. If you, because the, the stick works very effectively um, in the short term in going, okay, I've got to get this done. I'm feeling a certain amount of discomfort. I don't really want to do it, you know, and then all the shoulds play out and we kind of whack ourselves about a bit so it's then easier to do it than put up with the discomfort of not doing it but we've kind of been a little bit unkind to ourselves in that process and people will will get a certain amount of mileage out of themselves using using the stick approach but ultimately they end up like eel you know the, the the donkey that's just being beat up too many times and is and is now slow and downtrodden. And that's kind of what happens to the, the human spirit, so to speak, if you pick the stick up too much and whack yourself about with it. And it's one of the biggest traps because um, people are highly motivated by pain, but it's a it's a short-term uh, solution. And, and at the end of that is is burnout and and discontent um and it also can breed resentment for others in that if you if you're used to picking the the stick up and beating yourself about to get things done then often what happens is you look about and go well why why can't others put up with the discomfort or make themselves do it and it's because the 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 stick is um is, is quite a primitive way of getting ourselves to move versus if you go, okay, well, what's the carrot? And, and from a, a psychological wellbeing perspective, that's absolutely the self-compassion and grace that you were just talking about to go, okay, well, well, how do I feel? And yes, this isn't easy, but now I can actually drop back in and drop back into my center and move freely and gracefully through this in knowing that I'm doing it for um, a purpose that's meaningful for me or that moves me towards my my higher vision 
of what I want for my life and my quality of life, my relationships. And that's now meaningful enough for me to do that. Um, and I can do it in a graceful way because we don't necessarily get to choose the, the list that we are to work through in moving towards that, but we do get to choose the mode of operation and how we choose to um, uh, lead ourselves through that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I wanted to point out too, if you're, if you're looking for the big carrot and it's not like there's, there's no carrot here. What are you talking about? <laughs> um, <laughs> a, uh, maybe a, an easier approach or a um, more successful approach is to look for the little carrots. Mm -hmm. So what are the, um, what are the little things in this situation that is, that are going to bring me joy? So instead of instead of moving away from this pain and to this um, to this pleasure, when you're like there is no pleasure, <laughs> not that I can see. If you really look, if you really tune in, and you really um, like, I'll I'll use the example of maybe going to a, a family function or an event that you don't want to go to. You've been to them before; they're dead boring. Uncle Joe talks about politics the whole time whatever it is um and you make yourself go because you have the overall intention of um networking for your business or if it's a family thing you have the overall intention of showing up for your family etc etc you could go oh yeah well oh this person might be there or oh yeah oh that person might be there and I can chat to them for a little bit or just think think of the the joy that you can get out of out of the situation um in little like you said micro moments yeah absolutely yeah. absolutely that that's so powerful and it actually reminds me of um one of my more recent learnings because i think when when we're quite sociable beings and and able to <clears throat> essentially orchestrate a social interaction to to feel good we can quite often feel the need to do that and so I what what I've actually learned and and this has been like I say a more recent learning is to give myself permission to just sit back and not need things to be other than they are I don't need to take the lead. I don't need to orchestrate things to be other than they actually are. And then when, when I do give or I do um, contribute, it comes from a really easy place of not needing things to be anything other than they are, which from my perspective makes it much more authentic. And I think that's where, you know, because we're all continuously on our own level of self-evolution. Mm. and um for me it, it comes back to paying attention well what what are the the social constructs and expectations at play if if it is family or networking or whatever um but yeah so what so what are those constructs and then actually just allowing yourself to sit in it and rather than feeling that that need or that drive letting letting the action potential come out of you mm. as needed or required or as feels good at the time and 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 the potency of that is then often so much greater 
because it's actually generated from the thing itself, not an idea of what it needs to be or should be. An example of that would be um, if you feel like you need to contribute to a conversation to carry it for others and make them feel comfortable, but you don't really want to. <laughs> you sit back and allow things to be as they are and then observe yourself when you are actually wanting to contribute something to to connect or to um, to share for your instead of you're beating yourself with the stick of I'm doing this for others. That's the oh, I'm actually making this contribution for myself. Yes, mm. yes, yes, yes. Um, and and for me, that all comes back to that point of what you said about self-compassion, because when you when you're self-compassionate also with where you are, which, which for me comes back to this honouring the hour that you're in, there's actually no need for things to be other than they are. That, and, and, and for me, that's the trick um, because it, it's the letting go of all constructs to simply be and to be with whatever it is. And whether that is um, in a social situation or also gaining some mastery of the, the next evolution of ourself, it all comes back to allowing yourself to be because it's, it's like when you um, lean into a stretch, if you push too hard, your nervous system is going to give you fairly significant feedback to say, stop doing that, that hurts. So if you can allow yourself to be in it, and to breathe in it and to be easy and self-compassionate and go, well, this is where I am right now. And then continue to sit in that. Things marinate and, and, and do some of the work for you. You don't always have to muscle things. That's right. You don't have to muscle things and you don't have to have um, these structured, um, structured, timelines around when you need to achieve what so um for me at the moment for example i have i have set the intention to i, I prefer the word intention than goal <laughs> um, because intent that, that even just using those words the word intention feels more like it's my choice goal feels like the stick that like if you don't do it then you're not going to reach your goals sort of um so for me at the moment, my intention is to move my body every day, meditate every day, um, write three three pages of constant uh, conscious, consciousness writing every day. I'll be able to speak in a minute. Um, and this morning I was going to get up and go for a run. And I woke up at quarter past seven. <laughs> and so I haven't been for my run yet. I have written my pages. Um, but I haven't been for my run yet and I haven't meditated yet, but that's okay. I've got the rest of the day and those things like the run will take maybe 45 minutes. The meditation can take five minutes to 45 minutes, depending on how much time I have. But just because I didn't do it this morning doesn't mean that I won't carry out the intention and still have fulfilled that, um, that for myself in, in building myself to the next mm. level. So if I, if I beat myself up about the timing of it, 
then I'm not honoring the hour that I'm in, which this morning between six and seven, obviously I needed to be sleeping. Exactly, exactly. And I think um, the for me, honoring the hour you're in essentially boils down to, to insight into self. What, and the, the more we can bring our life into alignment with our natural wiring, the more harmonious it will be. Um, I love that. I love that because you're such an evening person and I'm such a morning person generally. And so even in our working together, we have to honor that, that <laughs> yeah. natural cycle of being, right? So we work, we work we worked out on Saturday, we work best together between 10, 10 and 2. <laughs> <laughs> it's the sweet spot in the middle for both of us. Hey, yeah. uh, do you want to lead meditations at 6 a.m.? <laughs> no. <laughs> Nick, you're up. <laughs> uh, do you want to leave them at 10 p.m.? Yeah, sure. No. <laughs> um, yeah, and, and admittedly, we have we have very consciously created um, our careers to be more in alignment with, with our natural wiring, our natural disposition. Um, and that you know so we so we potentially have a greater degree of flexibility than than some other people but it's also in going okay if if i have a structure so i.e being at work between 8 and 5 p.m or or whatever it is tapping into self and going where where are my sweet spots through the day and timing your your greatest priorities in, in that as well. So for me, I know that that um, one, like, like you, I actually do have reasonably high sleep needs. Um, so, so first of all, honoring that. And then two, when, when I get up um, and do my morning routine, I'm, that's when I'm most thirsty for new knowledge. So I will be listening and learning to something as, as I do my, my morning routine. Um, and then after I've gotten ready, that's my, that's when I've got the highest amount of creativity available mm. because that my, my mind is fresh. So then three hours worth of creative content or, um, or something in that vein that, that is building towards my, my higher, higher, harder goals mm. because I've got the most juice in the tank to serve that that meaningful activity for me um and then things that are that I can do very easily then but still require me to be present I do that um later in the afternoon say between 2 and 5 p.m where they're so ingrained that that those things actually Mm. you know I can do and be present with um without needing that really high level activity to generate yeah yeah so so tapping into self to go okay well where 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 can I get the most out of myself and then aligning that with the various parts of my day of what I need to see to and very consciously allowing yourself to be present in that time for that purpose yeah being okay with what you have resistance to as well. Um, for me, 
one of the things that I have resistance to during the month is the bookwork for my business and for my partner's business. And when I'm, when I think about it and I think, oh, I need to do the bookwork and I'm like, no, I, I allow myself to say, oh, that's okay. That's okay. Because I will, I will get into that headspace and I'll be able to smash it out. That moment is not right now. Um, and it's not due right now. So that's okay. I'm going to give myself. So it's like this, um, uh, my, my psychology that I use with myself is, um, you deserve to do what you would like to be doing in this moment. And that gives me more energy or more, um, help me out with a word here, Asha. Uh, I think the the interpretation that I'm getting is that it gives you actually the space to be and to be present and yes. to and and it comes back to that honoring piece of well right now is it the best utilization of me in knowing that if I force myself to do it it's going to feel like I'm crawling over broken glass and and now I'm being my taskmaster versus working with where I'm at and yeah. and I think the key difference um to point out there for you is you also know that you are your own backstop. So you know that you will get it done. Yes. So, and I think, you know, so it's also being conscientious of, um, you know, cause I, I used to work with uni students and they're fantastic at coming up with many, many reasons as to why not to do what they want or what they need to do then. Um, so I think it's about recognizing, okay, we, because like I said for you, I know, and you know that that there are those things that you will ensure get done. Yeah, you know. Absolutely. So it, it's not um, it's not a constant self permission not to do the things. No, that you need to no, do. You no, know, and and particularly things that you've done repetitively, and mm -hmm. like you said, when be, when it becomes like clockwork, um, mm -hmm. that clockwork actually kicks in within your system. It happens um, quite easily. And it's, but it's the same with creative flow. If I hit myself with the stick and say, you need to get in there and smash out three paintings and, um, and I'm not feeling it, that, that process is not going to be enjoyable. I'm not going to be in flow. Um, so I may as well go and do something else <laughs> and, and wait for that, um, inspiration to, and, or it might be like, you said about about when you're in your most creative space mm. you might plan to do something during that time because you know that and you get there and it's like oh today's not the day but that's okay this this creative um period will be back again tomorrow and maybe tomorrow is the day to do those you know and just giving yourself a break for not mm. being a robot because we're not robots exactly exactly um yeah, and 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 that brings us back to that that point of insight because you can only really know where you are in that moment um, with the insight of going, well, 
well, what's my intention here? And am I going to get the best out of myself? Um, and then the other thing to add to that is because I think when people hear this, it can be very easy to assume that, that things are always going to feel good or you only do things when they feel good. And that's, that's not necessarily part of the growth journey either. Mm. Um, and and honouring, because the other thing that came up for me when thinking about this topic of honouring the hour you're in is also the anticipation that in order for you to become the next evolution of you, it doesn't always feel good and quite often doesn't. And that that is perfectly okay. I don't need it to feel good. Um, I need to be present with whatever it is that I'm going through at the time that allows for my self-evolution. Um, so, so for me, for example, um, and we've spoken a bit about this, that, that I'm far more on the, the introverted side than, than you are. And so for me, putting my creative pieces out there, um, speaking live, all those things, there, there are times where that feels like, oh, this does not feel good. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I give myself permission to, to put in the repetitions so then it is easy and graceful and knowing that that is coming and, and I'm honoring the part of my evolution in going, okay, this, this might feel clunky or awkward or I might, I might know that I'm getting caught up in my head and I commit to doing it anyway in knowing that this is how we become. Mm. And, and that's, I think that's such an important aspect to bring into honouring the hour that you're in. Because if, if we're more visionary or we, um, it's easy to project out to longer-term things and, and you're quite high in creativity and flow, drilling yourself back to the minutiae and going, oh, this is actually the legwork. And sometimes the legwork does not feel nearly as fun as the yeah. very high order stuff. Very true. And think to that anyway, that's also part of honoring the hour that you're in. Um, so for me, it's this tension between a higher order vision, higher order outcomes. Who do I ultimately, ultimately need to become honoring myself in the moment to get the most out of me. And that also means opening up and expanding and allowing discomfort to be there while I go down the river, ultimately knowing and having faith that, that the river ends up in the seabed that I've, that I've envisioned. Mm, and I love the, I love the, um, the river analogy because um, as you're, as you're going down the river, there are, and just going back to honoring what you want to be doing in the moment those that that will happen and then you'll you'll get a bit of current and it'll carry you and then you'll have to paddle for a bit and then but those bit those parts of of paddling are like honoring the kilometer that you're in when you're when you're running right your legs are hurting your throat's starting to burn but you know that the next time you do it it's going to be less and it's going to be easier and it's going to be more um, um, you're going to be stronger within yourself. Um, yeah. So it is that. Yeah. 
it's it's holding space for both and and I agree and there are times where you really feel it where where you're battling and it's like oh my lungs feel like they're going to give out my arms and legs feel like they're going to give out and it means enough for me to put the repetitions in yes um, yeah yeah um, and the and the what you're what you're doing is is um, is not the entire project or the entire at once. It's it's this little bit, and it's oh, okay. I've got to paddle a bit harder right here, but it's not for very long, and I can do that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so that's not that's not overwhelming for me. Yes, yes, and and I think. You know what? What's just um, come up for me, and and particularly with the with the river analogy, is in those really steep or arduous parts. It's also really beneficial to have have your tribe or the people floating down the river with you, because one. One, you want to be able to look across and mm. if someone's like going, yeah, this is, this is, this is hard going, cool. You know that um, there's a certain level of, of expectation that, oh, this is how this part feels. This is how this part of the river feels. And then your nervous system actually um, breathes a little bit easier. Or you might have someone a bit further down the riverbed and be able to look at them and go, okay, the, the way that they got through this part was here. Um, and then also, if there's people floating behind you, also just recognizing that the the path that you choose to take can also be the path that others choose to take as well. So I think when when you recognize that you're one of a one of tribe and using these different vantage points to to go to set expectations of one how this looks and feels, and two um, one that it's possible. And then also taking responsibility that there might be someone else coming behind me mm. that also learn something from this. Shared experiences naturally carry so much more weight, but in in the best kind of way. <laughs> you know? yeah. um, so so also that, and then and then the other key thing that I just wanted to to raise there is if you've got multiple people going down the river path. It's also um, really important to recognize that your journey down the river may be similar and different and that we don't tie ourselves to other people's experience down the river. Because if you do that, the moment that person starts to like struggle, you're also going to go down under the water and that's not helpful for either of you. So you want to be present and witness and recognize and be able to... um, offer support and and guidance where possible but also ultimately know that your your journey down the river can look and feel differently even though we end up at the same place and even though there are shared similarities Mm. down the riverbed it's respecting how that journey feels for one another and taking responsibility for your own um your own place in the river and not not taking responsibility for carrying others 
and not taking um not making other people take responsibility for carrying you but just going going along in in parallel or in wherever wherever the vantage point is that you're flowing down um yeah and that's like that and this analogy is can be put to any part of your life everything is everything is easier when you have people around you i ran 5k's for the first time in ages on saturday morning because i did park run and the the fact that there were people running alongside me and behind me and in front of me and we're all at different um fitness levels and ages and um it it made me number one finish and number two run the majority of the way which if i had have just been running by my by myself i probably would have given up at kilometer two and gone i'll just walk now you know like what's the point <laughs> totally totally um and and it is it's catching ourselves um when our mind wants to tell us okay that's enough <laughs> because the mind will the mind will give you the mind traps before the body is actually done mm. so and and i think it, that's where that higher order perspective of has my mind offered me a mind trap versus is my mind um, really connected with where I am? And am I connected with my highest order values here? Because if you're connected with your highest order values, the mind will reprioritize um, your own expectations. Yes. Yeah. And possibilities the possibilities become um, much more magical. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Beautiful. Oh, well, that was that was a lovely topic. I really enjoyed that. Thanks for listening, um, everyone who tuned in. And if you're watching the replay of this, I'd love for you to put hashtag replay love to hear your perspectives on your own wins and challenges with um, honoring the hour that you're in in whatever that whatever that brings up for you now at this time so throw us some comments um, feel free to message us directly if you have uh, questions or um, anything that you would like us to clarify and have a fantastic week people yes yes absolutely thank you so much thank you for joining us and um yeah we'll be we'll be back next week and if there's a topic that is triggered um for anyone that you would like us to speak into yeah please just um yeah either comment or or send a message and yeah we'll be happy to to speak into that as well awesome beautiful bye everyone